Welcome back to another deplorable episode of the Brain Eating Podcast. I'm Mel, your favorite big titty heathen. And I'm Bav, your suave, smooth, spicy Satanist. So Bav, how yes. was your uh, colonizer day? Was it everything you envisioned? I felt white. I mean, right. I mean, right. How I about mean, you? Uh, well, I mean, my turkey plan worked. Mm-hmm. Um, you want to know, or do you want to hear the line that I used on Tony to seduce him? Okay. Uh, I'm probably going to regret it, but sure. <clears throat> Hope this dinner is not the only thing that fills me up tonight. Well, at least I know he wasn't in a foul mood. Get it? Because a bird? Here's a bird for you, bitch. (laughs) Just swallow. Swallow your pride. Admit you love my puns. I do love swallowing. What? Nothing. Nothing. On today's episode, we have the pleasure of speaking with the host of Scathing Atheist and the and a, the co-host of God Awful Movies, No Illusions. Who are you? <laughs> Welcome to our dirty shit show. <laughs> Happy to be here. I'm sorry if I feel like if I look gray, I feel like I look gray and shit. That's new laptop. I'm still getting used to it. Mm. Yeah, you do look kind of gray. Well, it's a gray wor- world. It's, well, so. you know, it's I live aging. in South Georgia, so we're in the middle of the runoff. We're in the wa- uh, Walker Warnock <sighs> runoff. Everything Ooh. is gray here, right? It's yeah. like the first few scenes in um, yeah. in Wizard of Oz. It's yeah. like that. <laughs> Oh yeah, yeah. He's setting the mood. Uh, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god. This is not a vibe. Fuck. So, so when do you guys know or know who will win that runoff? Uh, January or sorry, December sixth is the uh, okay. election day. Oh my okay. god. All voting going already. So we're close. We got okay. about a week. All right. Well, all sure, right. we have exactly a week. It's 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 Tuesday. So Tuesday. Yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Does it have to do with the law that there has to be at least fifty percent? Is that why? Yeah. Uh, exactly. Oh, okay. exactly. And there was a third party. There was like a uh, libertarian dude that got like two and a half, three percent, or something like that. It kept both of them from getting over fifty. Mm, that like, makes that, sense. They ruined everything. <laughs> God damn it! But still, <laughs> what the fuck? That many people voted for this motherfucker. It's How? insane. Who man. pointed a gun at his one of his baby mamas? Like, come on. And then he called his child ugly. One of them. What? Yeah, Herschel Walker Jr., the one that's on TikTok. The, I, I don't know if you've seen that one, uh, him, but he's he's fucking nuts as it is. But yeah, he called him fucking ugly, a, an ugly baby. And I'm like, oh, what? He talked, about, he, he talked about smoothing out his skull so he would be smarter. He said his. His head was long, that. and so he had to round the skull like, like he's a fucking phrenologist or something it's just it's and this is and this is right after his you, you guys heard of course about his his werewolf rant right? yes, yes i heard about i am so out of the loop just apropos of nothing this dude starts talking about how a werewolf could be the vampire in a fight so he'd rather be a werewolf than a vampire just in the middle of his stump speech <laughs> he starts talking about That's... some movie that he saw about vampires and werewolves and fucking Twilight. Twilight. <laughs> it wasn't Is he Twilight. Team Jacob? <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> oh my what god! What the fuck, man? And people voted for him. Oh, what the fuck? They voted for him. Millions of my neighbors. I was telling you guys right before the mm. report started that my next door neighbor, this guy right here, Herschel Walker, sign in his yard. Oh. I legit want like a study done of their brain. Like, <laughs> once they like die or whatever, like. I want a fucking study because there has to be some sort of fucking brain-eating parasite. <laughs> like, well, the ugh. good news is he's like 96. So, hey, like so I want to do it long. Any okay. minute now, All we're right. going to be able to <laughs> check those parasites. Yeah. I should go outside now. <laughs> he's like, oh, shit, he's ready. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> well, man, thank you so much for being here. But before we move on, Mel, do you know what time it is? What time is it, Beth? It's time for. However, before we spread them pages, <laughs> we have a word from our sponsor. Today's episode is sponsored by The Crucifier. Are you tired of feeling an empty, holy void in your life? With The Crucifier, you too can have the Lord inside of you. When using The Crucifier, it'll bring a new meaning to thy kingdom come. It'll penetrate deep into your soul as if Jesus is thrusting every inch of his love inside of you. For a short time only, we will be adding a bonus gift. You have received holy lube to ensure you always have that WAP. Worship and praise, of course. That's right. We want to make sure you see the light as often as possible. Order yours today at baffinmelafterdark.com. <laughs> Amen. Amen. Yes. Well done. I can't believe it's... there wasn't a second coming joke at the end there, but well done. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's like the next version of the crucifier, you know? The second The upgrade. The, up, the, the add on. <laughs> Extender, yeah. <laughs> God damn it. But yes. Uh, we would love the guest to read the Bible verse of the day. So what do you have for us, Mr. Noah Lugins? Okay, so I don't know what yes. all you... First of all, look, check out the size of my fucking... God wife. damn, this thing. Uh, look at the that. Size of that. <laughs> I, I love to I love to like pull this out on on Christians and 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 and, and give them that whole like my Bible look at the girth the I know like a, right oh yeah no, it's, it's all about yeah. it's all about the girth I'm telling you <laughs> so early on I, I I uh interviewed a um a Bible expert an atheist that was a mm. Bible professor and I asked him I was like what's the best Bible to get if I'm gonna be like actually having to refute biblical arguments and this mm -hmm. is the one he recommended and I've read every fucking page of this this wow. includes apocrypha holy shit it's got maps and shit in the in the back of it and stuff <laughs> that it refers to and oh, see, it's, oh. it's like a it's, it's the Cimmerillion of the Bible um, <laughs> oh but, my god so I've got a couple of verses because I didn't know what you guys have done. Have you guys ever done the one uh, where God moons the Israelites before? <laughs> no. Okay, Please go on. Geez. Oh, my God. I'm so We're talking about right. asses. And yeah, right. What oh, does absolutely. It? <laughs> so this is a little bit long. This is, uh, let's That's see. That's okay. This Exodus. I, I've just finally got to the point where I needed glasses. Oh, no. <laughs> oh my God. I've been for a fucking year, but I just finally got to the point where I got them. So this will be the first time anybody's seen me in, in reading glasses. Oh, snap. Ago. First, first time. Right. <laughs> so this is uh, Exodus 33, 18 through 23. Mm. Uh, Moses is talking to God and, and, and he's just made a, uh, uh, he's, he's like urging God to like, 
help him out a little bit with these Israelites. They're constantly making golden calves and building right. worship in high places and all this shit. He's like, can't you at least just show them one time that I'm not up here jerking off the whole time and that there's really somebody I'm talking to? <laughs> so eventually Moses convinces God. He's, he's like, you know, hey, look, I, I'm a good guy. I made them eat the fucking golden calf that they made and kill their brothers and shit like that. So now, like, can you can you help me out here? So that's what that's I'm setting it up here. That's okay. That's all, right. all right. And again, this is from the uh, new Oxford annotated new standard or new revised standard edition. <clears throat> Moses said, show me your glory, I pray. And he said, I will make all. And this is God talking. Okay. I will make all my goodness pass before you and will proclaim before you the name, the Lord. And I will be gracious to whom I will be gracious and I will show mercy on whom I will show mercy. But he said, you cannot see my face. For no one shall see that and live. So he's not as omnipotent as they'd have you believe. Mm. I guess. He can't get around that one. And the Lord continued, see, there is a place to, sorry, see, there is a place by me where you shall stand on the rock. And while my glory passes by, I will put you in a cleft of the rock and I will cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will take away my hand and you shall see my back but my face shall not be seen. What? <laughs> so so God's going to... Just wait by. No peeking, no peeking, no peeking. No 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 <laughs> but, but he gave him the ass, please. He gave him the ass. So, I, you know. A girl can dream. A girl can dream. <laughs> I just love that story because it's so Thanks. fucking stupid. It's, it, what the it, hell is even going on? <laughs> It's like, why even have that? Like, what's so we know that God has a okay. face, you know, He has right. an ass. Well, okay, yeah. how, how thick do you think His ass is? That Ooh. is a great question. Does He have cake or is it like flat? Like, my, like, mm, I think like I feel like God has a pretty round ass, right? Mm, God probably mm. has a nice, tasty, okay, semi plump, you know, like give oh, you okay. a hand, good hand, like a good handful. Ass. Okay, yeah, all right, yeah. I like I, it, I like it. Fan fiction. I'm gonna write that down. <laughs> oh, that's quite a reminder, right? That that is what the Bible is, right? It's fan fiction about their favorite characters, right. and it includes weird shit like that, you know, and talking donkeys and stuff. Um, so much ass in the Bible, honestly. Like, oh, Goddamn. <laughs> When you guys first told me that you did the the messed up Bible verse, I, like my first thought was the wait, what's the one about the emissions of donkeys? I'm like, oh, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. of course, Bible Ezekiel twenty three twenty. Yeah, no, so they yep, probably yep. get that one all the time. So, so I, I wanted a I wanted a new one. I thought about the one in Ezekiel where he bakes with his own shit. Oh, um, that's an interesting. We gotta answer. read that one. Now. We gotta read. I don't remember offhand what that is, but that's in Ezekiel somewhere. That's uh, mm. God commands him to make bread burning his own shit as fuel and eat only that. Okay. I mean... So. <laughs> He's also the one that God talked into eating a scroll. Yes, the, the honey scroll. Oh, the, the, the honey taste scroll, of the honey. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I, the, you get the feeling when you're reading Ezekiel that like Ezekiel was that one friend that you had at the cafeteria <laughs> that would like eat the orange peel and you were like, okay, right. what about this? Right. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you eat this? 
fucker, you're gonna do anything I oh my right. god. <laughs> Ezekiel had fetishes, okay? God just wanted to explore him, okay? No, okay, yeah, no. No, no shame for me. No That's right, me. we don't king shame on this podcast. No king shame. Okay, nope. right, yeah. <laughs> well, thank you so much for sharing the word of God. And that was the Bible verse of the day. Fantastic. Oh my god. Th- that mm. <laughs> Perfect. Um, so for those who uh, are new to um, your face, your lovely face, who we, we actually met you in Atlanta in last year. No, oh, my God, not last year, this it's year. Holy April. shit. Yeah, what the year. fuck? In April. Yeah, in, in Atlanta. Um, we, we met you there face to face and we love you. Uh, thank you for being on again. But um, can you give us a little bit of your background, your religious background and how you got to where you are today as far as like your atheism and that fun stuff. <laughs> uh, so I, I've been, you know, I, I, I've been an atheist more or less as long as I can remember. Mm. Uh, nice. I wasn't raised particularly with religion. The only uh, um, exposure that I had really to religion as a kid was to my grandparents' religion. My parents mm. were like nominally Christian, but they weren't go to church Christian. Okay. okay. Uh, my mom was raised Catholic, and I did go to a Catholic mass at some point as a kid. I, and then I also, and my dad's family was Mormon. Mm-hmm. So I went to a Mormon church once as a kid. Mm-hmm. Um, and if you want to be inoculated against Christianity, and you can only go to two types of churches, those might just be the two I'd recommend, right? Because mm-hmm. it's irreconcilable. It's weird. It's unpleasant as all hell. They won't mm-hmm. let you ask any of the good questions. Um, <laughs> <laughs> my, my mom tells me that after the first time, after the one time I went to Sunday school at the Mormon church, they, they called her and asked her not to let me and my brother come back. And I'm so very proud of that. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Oh my God. I, I don't remember why that would have been, but I'm sure it was me just going like, well, that didn't make any damn sense. What <laughs> you asked why. I fucking love it. <laughs> oh my God. I was like that in school too. I, uh, it wasn't like that extreme, but um, I remember asking questions in class because there was Bible class, you know, I went to Catholic school. So you know, you go to PE, then you go to Bible class. Like, what? Right, right. <laughs> and yeah, so, so, they, they don't like it when you ask questions. And, and that's the thing is that if you're not used to school, so I was used to school, right? And mm-hmm. where if you asked a clever question that showed you were really thinking about the material that you're being presented, right. you got right. rewarded. Everybody got excited. You did a good job. You did a good thing. You asked right. a good question. Mm-hmm. Um, and in religion, it's not like that. And I didn't mm-hmm. know. Right. I found that out the hard way, I guess. Right. Um, And I think that was really my tip. Right. That that, Mm. like, why would you not want me to ask questions if you were telling me the truth? Mm. How old were you when you were in the the Mormon church? Probably 10 or 11. Okay. All right. Fuck yeah. (laughs) Yeah. But but then I got I got into paganism for a while um, because that had boobs in it. And I was a young man who liked him some boobs. Um, Boobs are great. but, but I don't think I, I, I don't think I ever really believed in it so much as I just thought it was a fun thing to play along with, and it, yeah. it allowed me to get, you know, get a hold of some good drugs and see boobs. Yeah. There you go, drugs, drugs and, and boobs. boobs. <laughs> right, exactly. If you know, if you're gonna, if you're gonna have a religion, take the one with drugs and boobs. Yeah, take take the fun one at least. You know, like... right. But but eventually, I think I realized that that was. You know that I I was actively causing. Um, I'm loving your hashtags. These are great. Um, but but I realized that I was actively causing harm because I did um, tarot readings. Okay, all right. And mm. uh, you know I thought of it at first as like 
you know, this is my way of giving people advice that they'll actually listen to, you know, mm. and it's a, it's just, we're all having fun. And, and if, as long as I'm giving them good advice, um, you know, that I, I, I should, um, you know, I should be able to feel good about it at the end of the day. Right. But you end up with some people who take it way too seriously mm. and come to you with really important questions. Yeah. And you know that like they're, they're weighing your advice on a question of whether they should marry someone or, or whether uh, they should quit their job or something right. like that. That's I'm, a lot of responsibility. That's, yeah. that's tremendous. Yeah. Right. Um, so I, I, I quit doing that. And, and around the same time that I was, you know, really, I think wrestling with that, uh, it was the same time that I don't remember what group it was. One of the national groups ran a, a series of bus signs in New York city that said good without God. Mm. And I remember seeing one of those, um, at, at a time when I was really reflecting on sort of the damage that I had caused in, in religion and the damage that religion causes in general. When, when you live in New York City, as I did at the time, you, you, are, you constantly encounter religious weirdness from all different religions, right? right? And, and yeah. there's, a, there's a certain amount of like, you're inoculated against the weirdness of Christianity if you grow up around Christians. Um, but when, you, when, when you're in a place like New York and you're suddenly being exposed to all the religions of the world, you know, the ones that you don't have that sort of, um, you know, that you haven't been exposed to before, that you don't already have a bit of immunity to their weirdness, you, you're really, like, suddenly forced to face just how bizarre that shit is. Mm. Yeah. Uh, but it was then that I decided that, like, you know, that atheism was the thing I wanted to be involved in and, and, and you know, dedicate myself to. How old were you around this time? I would have been, Jesus, um, how old am I now? <laughs> <laughs> Early 30s, maybe 32, 33. Gotcha. Oh, okay. All right. Interesting. Interesting. So out of all like the religions that you've encountered, which is the craziest one to you in your in your opinion? <laughs> I, so if we're gonna take out like cults, um, I would I would say Mormonism, man, because it's just it's so like demonstrable. Mm -hmm. Right, like if we still had like Muhammad's arrest records or like you know, <laughs> you know Jesus's school transcripts or something, like it might be just as obvious that they, those religions are full of shit. But it's so easy to verify mm -hmm. that Mormonism is made up nonsense, and not just in terms of like looking back historically at how it was created, but even down to like <laughs> they say Native Americans came from like Jerusalem. Yeah, right. Like yeah. like we can check, and they did. <laughs> You know, it's it's just I, stuff like that. People of color are cursed. There's uh, not after 1972. Oh, that's true. They so. they changed the doctrine yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Uh, he looked in the hat again. You know, it's fine. <laughs> 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 right, right. Wait, wait. <laughs> There's a magic hat. Okay. <laughs> he was a known crook. He was a known crook. Oh, yeah. He's a criminal. Yeah, he got kicked out of multiple places, right? So, like, come on, yeah, yeah <laughs> keep no, it that he, trend. You know, yeah. like. Booth crazy consummate con artist and his job was to like hit like when the he came up with the whole book of mormon thing his job was essentially he went around with a group of friends and said you know i had a psychic vision that there's um a treasure buried in your, on your property <laughs> in your farm um and i will dig up the treasure and i will split uh the 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 treasure with you once we find it uh -huh. um, all we ask is that you feed us and, and put us up while we dig. It's so, such a oh. good deal for you. And as I understand it, he didn't even do any of the digging. 
<laughs> just sat there and stared at his magic rock. <laughs> Wait, so he made people dig, and then did obviously they didn't find shit, right? I mean, duh. No, but but then what happened? <laughs> So it's so good. So he would say like, you know, because eventually they'd come around and they'd be like, you know, hey, so where's this fucking treasure you guys have been for a week? And he'd say, oh, you know, I can tell it's only a couple more feet, you know, ah, two days. Right, right. Get it. But whatever you do, don't doubt the holy prophecy, because if you do, the treasure will fall. Shut the fuck up. No. I was about to joke, like it'll be deeper and deeper, but no. Yes. Yeah, yep. it'll, it'll fall deeper and we'll have to dig more. Because you can't say it'll fall all the way to hell and you won't get it, right? It, it has to fall oh my god! And then so then when they didn't find it, find it they would blame it on the. Per- yeah, it's your fault yeah. for not. Okay, got oh it. Oh my god! Yeah. Holy shit! So I, I have to plug uh, my friend Bryce Blankenagle's podcast real quick. It's called yeah. Naked Mormonism, and he does like a serialized history of Mormonism. Um, you got to go back to the very beginning and listen from the beginning because it's it, there's so much great stuff, biographical stuff about Joseph Smith. Yeah. Okay. Uh, along the way, but he just he does a really good job, and you know, like, bear with him through the first couple episodes while he's learning the podcast. But the information right, right. is just stellar throughout. Oh my okay. god! Okay, we, we have to get him on. That sounds amazing. <laughs> oh god, fucking Mormonism. <laughs> oh, it's so nice. But it's just it's just weird the the fucking uh, the garments and <sighs> yeah. And yeah, like, right, right. We, we get this deep into a conversation about how weird it is, and just now we're talking about the fact that they have magic underwear. Magic underwear. <laughs> Thank you. I have a friend on TikTok who is ex-Mormon, but she has an OnlyFans, and she uses the same garments in her OnlyFans. I'm like, that's how you fucking do it. Like, yeah. deconstruct while fucking, you know, fuck yeah. So, it, it's amazing. I like, fucking love that. <laughs> oh, my God. So terrible, so terrible. So, so you you, you basically have been an atheist your whole life, almost and more or less. Yeah, more or less. I, I I wouldn't use that. Wouldn't have used that word before about right. 13, 14 years ago. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Okay. So you didn't really go through like a deconstruction process, like doubting your faith and that no, kind of stuff. Not necessarily. Not really. I mean, I think I had this feeling, this sort of postmodernist feeling that I think a lot of people had. Uh, that were my age that grew up in, in like, you know, late Gen X, because uh, mm. sort of, it was like, I can change my religious belief as the circumstance mm. allows for it. Like, if I come into a position where it would be useful for me to think that there's a personal God, I will just think that for the time being. And, you know, if I come to a point where it's useful for me to believe in the gods of nature, I will believe in, the, and, and if it's a time where it's convenient for me to be an atheist, I'll be an atheist. Mm. Um and and that's not really tenable long term. That makes it real hard to like pin down information in any real meaningful way. And you constantly have to deal with the fact that like you know airplanes fly regardless of what I believe. So you know one side is clearly right. Um, yeah. So I you know like I said I think I I, I dithered around with that for quite a while, but mm-hmm. I, there was never a, per, a point where like I had to leave a god that I was attached to or anything okay. like that. Cool. All right. Well, that was the whole show. Thank you. (laughs) Mel, you told me he had a story. God damn it. (laughs) We're still sending you the 20 bucks. Don't worry. All right. Okay. Uh, (laughs) And maybe a left nipple picture. We'll see. Well, (laughs) unless you prefer the right, you know, that's that's choice. Dealer's choice. (laughs) Do you Um, feel that the belief in God has run its course and there's no need for it? 
What's so the belief in what? In in a god, the belief in oh. a god, just the god concept. Yeah, I mean, so there are like places and people who live in such appalling and terrible circumstances that um, that say that God comforts them or brings them some amount of uh, respite in a world that they just don't control at all. And while I believe that. The, the, those people's religiosity is it's obviously yeah, people take advantage of it and it, it opens them up to a lot of um, potentials for potential abuse. Um, I don't feel comfortable telling those people that there's no benefit in it, you know, cause I've just never been in a circumstance like the one that they have to deal with. Um, but intellectually, I think absolutely, you know, I, I think that, you know, we can and should strive to build a world that's God free. Right. Yeah. That'd be ideal. Well, Christianity is in in decline, at least in America. So, hopefully, well, worldwide, it's in decline as well. Yeah, mm. yeah. yeah. So maybe one day, maybe one day. That's Matt Dillahunty said. I believe uh, I want to believe more true things and less false things. You know, so we yeah. want to mm. always strive for what's more, what makes more sense. <laughs> Not Herschel right. Walker. God what damn conforms it. with reality? There we go. What conforms with reality? Conforms, yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah, exactly. No, that makes perfect sense to me. And look, that that's just the thing that that part of that is to say that if all of a sudden, let's say we reach some threshold of science, right, where mm -hmm. and, and let's say we're there now. And, and, and when you look at the, the quantum world, you know, everything's so fucking weird in quantum yeah. physics anyway. Um, let's say that we start to see things that start to make it more likely that the atheist side is wrong and that there mm -hmm. is a God or that there is a um, supernatural uh, uh, authorship or aspects or whatever, yeah, whatever it is, um, that we will follow along with that, right? I'm not wedded to atheism, I'm wedded to what you're talking about. I'm wedded right. to believing the most true things and the fewest false things, exactly, mm -hmm. exactly, right? Yeah, right. and and we don't choose what we believe in, we just are convinced by the evidence that we're presented with. So, right now, we don't have enough evidence for the reason we don't believe in a god, but. If there is a God, I have no choice but to believe, right? Right. But until then, this is the default. <laughs> right. Well, you're often told by um, religious people, by apologists, that it's not that you don't believe. It's that you're in love with your sin. Ah! And you've convinced yourself, you know, you've rationalized your way into a position where you're allowed to sin all you want and watch your pornography and have your... <laughs> the pornography of women. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're allowed to, like, look at women with lust in your heart or whatever and not go to hell. I do love sin. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. You know what? Like, if Jesus truly died for our sins, I have to go out with the big bang you know like yeah. go Make big sure or go home money's worth yeah right god fuck it hey. <laughs> <laughs> god damn it <laughs> but anyway um so tell us about your scathing atheist show you said that you uh, were on for about 10 years now or will be yeah. 10 years and holy months. fuck that's insane like right? that's that amazing yeah. yeah, is that is that right? Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, because we started in um, January of 2013. Holy January 17th. Okay. And it's Woo. so funny because back then it's like it's like you know there's a lot of competition. There's you know dozens of atheist shows on the internet. Um, <laughs> on the internet. Yeah, right. on the YouTube. <laughs> on the YouTubes. Yeah. Oh my god. Um, but uh, but yeah, like we've been we've been at this for for a decade now. We started. That's crazy. 
right as uh, Obama's second term was was starting. Okay, all right. So it was a much more hopeful time. Uh, we've been through, uh, what, yeah, we've been through three presidents now, and uh, and two popes. We we started two right popes. before uh, mm. Pope Benedict or Palpatine or whatever his name was. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I Benedict. know you're talking. Yeah, Benedict. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ratzinger. John Ratzinger. Ratzinger. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's creepy as fuck. Right? Um, yeah, right before he retired. We actually, like, I think our second episode, or maybe it was our third, the, the first time, so when, when the show started, it was me and my friend Heath Enright, um, and very early on, we brought on our mutual friend Eli Bosnick as just a guest occasionally, and mm. the first time he appeared on the show, I believe it was the third episode, um, he was running for Pope, because the position was open. okay. Um, and we did a whole shtick where he ran for Pope and we had so much fun with that, that like we kept asking him back, kept finding excuses to bring him back and um, eventually just made him a permanent part of the show. <laughs> permanent Pope. Yeah. That's he fucking didn't awesome. fucking position. Unfortunately, they uh, a different guy, but uh, damn. damn. Apparently they feel like they felt like not being a Catholic was a deal breaker. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> so, so tell us about your show. Like what, what do you, what do you guys do basically for, so, for those who haven't seen? Yeah. So when we first started off, most of the shows that were out there for atheists, and again, this is, you know, we're talking 10 years ago, it's a much different landscape now, but most of the shows yeah. that were out there um, that, that, that dealt with atheist content dealt with it from a religious perspective, mm -hmm. right? That, that is to say that it was atheists doing shows, but they were doing shows for Christians that were curious about atheists mm. or that, were threatened by atheists, you know, the, so the show would be of uh, a, um, oh, you know, see, we're harmless. Look, we're just normal people like you and I kind of a thing. And what we wanted to create was a show that was for atheists, by atheists, and Christians are welcome to, you know, suffer along if they want to, but they're the fucking vegetarians Same. at the barbecue. <laughs> right. 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 Um, and, and that was, and, and a lot of people had that idea, I think around the same time. Right. So there's a lot of shows that are about the same age as ours, um, mm. that, that had that same, you know, that were pushing back, I think against that same thing. So that was the, the inspiration for the show. Uh, we try to keep it topical. We, we cover, uh, the, the big atheist news headlines. Um, we do, uh, reviews of, of, uh, Christian media that, that is, we, we have a, a whole show that does. Uh, Christian movie reviews, but on The Scathing Atheist, we review Christian books, we review Christian okay. pamphlets, Christian uh, uh, video, short videos, um, mm. Christian songs, um, <laughs> things like that. Christian yeah, totally. Oh. So it, we're, we're actually really fortunate in that regard. We're, uh, my my uh, co-host, Eli Bosnick, his wife, Anna, is a very, very talented musician. And so whenever we have her on to review a song, she'll do a parody version of the Christian song. Nice! <laughs> That's amazing. So, yeah, yeah, so yeah. I'm into Jesus becomes I'm into beavers. Uh, <laughs> let me tell you about my Jesus. Oh, it's, it's, it's such a catchy song, too. Christian music, I love it. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. She did um, uh, Keep Both Hands on the Wheel was a great parody. <laughs> So, yeah, a few of them really get stuck in your head once once you hear them. But uh, yeah, she's she's done some amazing stuff for us. Oh my god! <laughs> we got I, we got some friends coming. I think it's gonna be the next episode, and they've been doing that on TikTok recently. Um, they do parodies of Christian songs. It's hilarious. Oh, but, nice. but they were but, previous, right? Previous uh, 
gospel people. Yeah, they, they were like, worship. But like, actually, like, never mind. I take that back. They actually just literally just read the verses. So they make a song of like Ezekiel 2320, right? Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> we'll send you the episode once it, it releases. Yeah, yeah, yeah that, they're, they're, oh, it's hilarious. hilarious. But yeah, that's coming <laughs> up. Preview. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Way to foreshadow. So we did. So when we first started doing the show, um, we went through the Bible verse by verse. Right. Mm-hmm. We, we did okay. a, a segment we called the Holy Babel, um, <laughs> and luckily, eventually, the Bible ended. It took us like three fucking years to get through. Oh my because, God. Fuck. Right. That's but, horrible. Yeah. <laughs> So, and I've read it again since then, and I'm actually reading it a third time now. It's just terrible. Wow. Uh, but at the end of each uh, each book of the Bible, I would write a poem about mm. that book of the Bible. Oh, wow. okay. And now, so we're doing a segment now called uh, <clears throat> Bible Peace Theater, where we're acting out the Bible <laughs> verse by verse, chapter by chapter, book by book. Um, and... Uh, <laughs> At the end of each book on, on that, Anna is now turning my poems into songs. <laughs> so we actually, yeah, we do have like a song for each book of the this Bible. Creativity like, and synergy over here. The synergy. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh, <laughs> have you done the donkey missions one yet? Yes, we have. Or, oh. So, no, no, no. We haven't gotten to the donkey missions. Okay. We did the talking donkey. The lamb's donkey. Yeah, yeah, but I don't think we've gotten to the donkey emissions. Where is that one? Um, Ezekiel, Ezekiel. twenty three twenty. Yeah, we haven't gotten to. I so look forward to Ezekiel because that's the weirdest that fucking book <laughs> in the entire Bible. By far, it's not even close. Oh it's my god, so weird. Uh, we're getting close though. I think we're we're in the wisdom books now. So okay, very right. nice. Yeah, yeah, fucking. What, what did you, you love? What is your the favorite weird story in the Bible? <laughs> oh wow! Um, so uh, probably Ezekiel, in, in just in terms of weirdness. Um, okay, but, all right. But I would say, like, in terms of like the one to like break out uh, for Christian, because you know how like a lot of the Christians you meet just don't know anything at all about the right, Bible, right? Right, right, and right. And you're like, well, there's a talking dog in there. They're like, no, no, common mistake. You're thinking of Shrek. In the Bible. <laughs> um, so my favorite oh, one there is the one where the dude um, offers up his concubine for the for the uh, town to rape, and then they rape her. Judges death. nineteen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yep. it. Yeah. Yep. And then yeah, they chop her up and Amazon Prime her. Yeah. Mail her around the yep. kingdom and shit. Which means there's there's some like just fucking ancient bronze age ups driver or yeah whatever, whoever does that who's just going like this is a fucking it's, it's probably that talking arm, donkey God you know like... i can tell by the smell of it you know <laughs> and it was the weirdest shit because like oh i got this body part this woman has been raped you know right, like right. what <laughs> what i'm sorry what? <laughs> like what <laughs> You could have just sent me a fucking note, man. This could have been an email, goddammit. (laughs) Damn it, man. This could have been an email. It was so fucking weird back then. If if this was wrong. It just makes no fucking sense. And then after that, the battle that ensues, how many thousands of. uh, Is it Amalekites or no? Uh, No, it's. not Amalekites, the uh, Moabites. Uh, something. Canaanites? No. You Amorites. might be. 
I don't, I don't even Hem- remember. We'll call him hemorrhoids. Uh, hemorrhoids yeah, there's yeah. there's yeah, yeah. so many ites that end up uh, right. killed in that. that hemorrhoids. hemorrhoids. Um, yeah. They get massacred, and then they're like, God, is this okay? No, go kill him again! <laughs> go finish him up! And then it's like back and forth, back and forth, until there's like only a few, and then God is like, all right. We're good. <laughs> See, like, <laughs> what? It is weird that occasionally <sighs> Moses and Joshua and them have to like go back and, and kill everybody after they already killed everybody in the group once. Yeah. <laughs> it's like the Orkin man, right? You know, he's <laughs> we have to double like, tap, you okay? The last time? Where, where are these ones coming from? <laughs> oh my god. It's so fucked up. And, and then the parts where they like keep the little girls for yourselves and shit like that. Like, Ugh. Yeah, that's another one that I almost picked out. Was, was that is that Joshua? <laughs> I think it's Numbers um, 31. No. It's, okay. Uh, all right. Could might be. be. Yeah, no. he might do that in Joshua and in Numbers or something. I don't, I don't know, remember. So. Yeah. Um, it's so gross. <laughs> yeah. 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 Somebody uh, yesterday told me uh, on TikTok that uh, TikTok is a, is trash, by the way. I don't know if you're on TikTok or not. But uh, yeah, somebody <laughs> told me that selling their child into slavery, sex slavery, was there for was for their protection. Uh, protection from what yeah like well you wanted you wanted the daughter to be abused on the streets and starving i'm like what do you think is gonna fucking happen when she doesn't want to pleasure the fucking six-year-old man she's gonna get raped and murdered people are gross yeah wow oh yeah Yeah, you'll be you'll be shocked by the amount of people who are uh apologists for slavery (laughs) on tiktok from biblical slavery yep yep so were you there at the american atheist conference when the slavery apologist showed up at the black non-believers table was it that no. same group that yeah. harassed jagazis yeah it was that, the, that group okay i'm sure it was because they harassed everybody they yeah there. i was but eating was, shrimp in the vip room me and too. I, yeah we were and i and i didn't know until after the fact I but yes upset. i heard that I, didn't he start crying too? Didn't didn't uh that's, that's what I heard. told us? I, yeah, yeah. I don't yeah. know if it's true or not. So I wasn't there either. Um, <laughs> but it was right across. It was just across and over from our table, and mm-hmm. and uh, Eli was there, and he told me he's like, dude, I I just I should have got video. I'm sorry that I didn't get video. He says because I could hear him, and I all I heard was the words. The thing you have to understand about biblical slavery Whoa. is. And that just caught his ear and he looks over there and there's just this increasingly tight circle of people standing around this group of like 15 year old white kids trying to explain to black people why it's okay. To the black non-believers. Yeah. 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 Uh, Not a good, not a good, no, not a good look. And of course, and of course, like, look, these people, like the the people who are showing up to run the table at the black non-believers booth at American Atheist Convention, obviously they know what kind of bullshit apologetics this 15, 16 year old kid is going to break out. Right. Right. Um, And, and they were, as I understand it again, I wasn't there, but as I understand it, they were as nice as anyone has any reason to be in that circumstance about it, but they just absolutely destroyed all their apologetics to the point that, again, I don't know if this has been embellished, but the the, the story is anyway that the kid cried before it was over. That's what I heard from Nick. Can as we well as he this? should, though, right? <laughs> like, honestly, like, look, if you're going to walk into an 
an atheist convention. Because it's not like atheists walk into Christian conventions. That's, just yeah, to exactly. Talk about exactly. I know, right? exactly. So if you're going to walk into oh. an atheist convention, which is already bad enough and try to talk people into your religion, and then you're going to go up to a, a group of African-Americans and start trying to... Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And then trying to lecture them on the morality of slavery. You should leave crying. Yes. Yes. What a mess, man. Let me lick the tears off your fucking face. Yes. Let me use your tears as lube. Okay. That's... Like, <laughs> motherfucker. Break out the crucifier. That's right. That's right. That's just embarrassing, man. Oh. The fucking caucasity these people have, you know? Yeah. Like, I. <sighs> Fucking white people. Right. <laughs> so I was curious about your approach as a scathing atheist. Do you get criticized for your approach? And do you think it's effective? Yes and yes. Um, cool. So I, I think, you know, look, I think that there is certainly a place for the for the nice guy mm -hmm. atheist, for the friendly atheist. Hi, Hammond. Um, <laughs> Amazing I think we had him on. He's he's a great guy. Yeah, he's uh, awesome. Yeah. So I just to let you know how fr uh, friendly he is. When I first started the podcast, I had this idea that each show would uh, start with every, somebody quoting um, a, a line from Professor Farnsworth on Futurama about how we did <laughs> in fact it. evolve the filthy monkey man. And so I sent emails to everybody I could think of that was an atheist online that had any presence whatsoever. Hammett was the first person to get back to me. He sent me a recording in like eight seconds. It was the sweetest thing. And <laughs> he's just such a cool time, guy. I love yeah, him. Yeah. Every time I've ever needed anything from him, he's, he's, he's been over backwards. He's just a great guy. Um, but at any rate, so like, I think that there is a place for that. And if there were no people like that, then probably what I do would be a bad thing. Right. If I was the mm -hmm. only exem example that anybody had of atheism, that might be a bad thing. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I think that what the atheist need, uh, the atheist movement needs is a, is a variety of approaches that, mm. that range all across the spectrum of people who, you know, because look, there are some people who really like to dig into the nuances of, of, of theological debate. Um, and power to those people. I'm not those people. I don't yep. find that interesting. Right. I don't want to do that. Or not, not that I don't find it interesting, but like I don't find doing it interesting. Right, right, right. right exactly. Right. I love to I love to watch other people who are who are good at it doing Same. It. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to I get angry when I argue yes. and I'm not effective at all. And and, and so but what I'm good at doing is giving a, a, a decent halftime speech, right? <laughs> so, you know, for the atheist that's stuck out there in the middle of, you know, Christianville, USA, like I am, um, people who don't have atheist friends who have to hide who they are from their family or, right. you know, very often from their uh, from their employer or from their friends, from their church. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I want to be the person that they can turn to, um, you know, midweek and, and, and when they're just about to rip their hair out and say, yeah, I'm not alone in the world, you know? Right. Um, and I think that matters. It may not like it may not make people into atheists who weren't otherwise atheists, mm -hmm. uh, but that's not the only thing the atheist movement needs to do. Right. 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 We need to take care of each other. Um, in, in terms of mental health, in terms of like yes. our social health, et cetera, as well. Um, and that's why I think like, you know, the, those conventions are so damn important. Oh, yeah. Yes. The American Atheist Convention. It, it was our first. Well, my first. I'm yeah. sure. I think yours, too. Right. Our yeah, first one. Never been. So yeah. uh, what great experience. experience. That was yes. awesome. Yeah. Yeah. It was really like because they had to put that together. Um, 
kind of not knowing if people were going to show up because it was first right. one after COVID. And, right. and, you know, a lot of people, a lot of people who are speakers at these things still weren't doing any events. And, and, mm -hmm. and so they had to put it together, like not knowing until very late that they were going to do it. And they just did an amazing job. It was a they really did. good time. Yes. Yeah, we, we got we to be blast. we got to be on a panel. <laughs> yeah, the we, first TikTok panel. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. They yeah. chose some some of us from TikTok, and they that was the last on. replacement. So, so. <laughs> <laughs> as long as one of us was on there to promote the podcast, that's all I cared about. <laughs> <laughs> so I think so when when they had the big dinner afterwards, they had like the dinner for all the um where all the speakers were up. They had a, a big like VIP dinner or whatever. Oh yeah, we didn't go to um, that. Yeah, we, yeah. So I sat at the table where all of the other TikTokers except you guys ended up sitting. It was just me and a bunch of TikTokers and me asking TikTok questions the whole fucking time. Oh, Why did we skip it? Why did we what, when was it? What I think we went to an Saturday? escape room or something. We went oh, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, we did. Saturday night. Yeah, I think, Damn it. yeah, it was I think we skipped it because we went somewhere across the street to have fun, yeah. you know. Yeah, it was, it's, a, know. it's a fun town, man. Atlanta's yeah. a really fun town. Yeah. Yeah, Georgia but... doesn't offer much, but it offers <laughs> downtown Atlanta and Savannah. I think are but really it, it's funny because the first time that we met in person, it was in Atlanta 2021. Mm -hmm. or, yeah. And the last night that we were there, your hotel was shut down because somebody was uh, oh my god trying like some sort of police happenings and they shut down the hotel they locked everybody in yeah. because there was some so we were hanging out in my, some shit. We were hanging out in my hotel escape room the home game bro <laughs> the home game. but you were in the lower floor i was on the upper floor and, right, right, right. and so we were recording an episode in my room and after we were done we sent i was walking my our friend Kay down mm -hmm. to her car and when we get to the lobby there's a fucking cop and they're like you need to go back upstairs i'm like what so we look yeah. out the window dude there's a fucking like what do you what am i even say yeah one of those cars like that 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 are like um um swat yeah well, like a swat, SWAT vehicle yeah. it was like insane fucking, it was crazy pointing at a car and there right. was a drone Jesus. there was a drone yep. and like what is happening <laughs> and i told Kay, i guess i mean you can just sleep there if you want. <laughs> <laughs> felt so bad for her <laughs> Wow. She, she said an yeah. Airbnb, like, yeah, across yeah. town, like in Marietta, right? It was, it was, yeah, it was like a little north, north of us, but yeah, anyway. It was like half yeah. an hour away. But, Marietta? Yeah. yeah. But holy shit. That was crazy. How, how long did it last? I can't remember. It wasn't too, terribly long, though. Right, it was I like an think. hour, I think. But still, yeah, that was our first experience <laughs> in uh, Atlanta. So Yeah, that was crazy. But, but yeah, so exciting. <laughs> It's funny. I was staying with a friend in Atlanta. Um, I got I've got a bunch of friends in in England um, that I know through the podcast, and and we do um, we've done a convention over there several times now. Nice. And when people come from England to the U.S., so I live in Georgia. If they're going to be in Atlanta, they'll call me and they'll be like, or they'll message me or whatever, and they'll be like, "Hey, man, um, I'm going to be in your state. We should see each other. You know, you should cut. You you should swing by." And now I'm. I'm four and a half fucking hours from Atlanta. Right? <laughs> <laughs> mm. They don't so realize I, that a state is so fucking big, right? Right, right. Yeah, the state of Georgia is not quite the size of England, but it's yeah. real close. You yeah. Know? Like, yeah. So and I'm just like, dude, that's like, that's like, <laughs> if I'm going to Manchester and you live in London, me going like, hey, man, why don't you swing up since I'm in your country, you know? <laughs> um, yeah. But there's some, but but sometimes you just kind of have to because you know how often yeah. you get to see your friends right. from England. 
for uh, yeah. so cross the I, pond. I, I was staying with a buddy in in England, and he had rented this. Um, uh, he'd gotten this Airbnb, this apartment, and apparently the night before they checked in, the fire alarm went off, and they had to like <laughs> they like three in the morning, and they had to evacuate the building. Everybody had to stand up, so everybody was so pissed about it that day. The night that I stayed there, that happened again. Second time in like four days that a fire alarm can't went off. They had to evacuate the whole building. Fire department had to come in, check every fucking room of every goddamn floor before Jeez. they could let anybody back in. And the whole time, my buddy's wife is just going up to all of these people. It's 3 a.m., right? Everybody's half asleep, sitting out there in their oh pajamas. It's a little too chilly, but it's Atlanta, so nobody had a jacket right by the fucking door right <laughs> So and this and and she's just the cheeriest, most British woman that you could possibly imagine. And she just keeps going up to everybody, going like, "Is this happening all the time, then?" Eh? <laughs> and it was just adorable. I watched her do that for like half oh. an hour. <laughs> but welcome to America. Like, yeah, right. So I'm curious, and she do we also co-host the. Um, God awful movie show. What is your favorite god awful movie? Like, I need to know. Kevin Sorbo. Like, I need to know. <laughs> okay. So I have a favorite Kevin Sorbo. Okay. Uh, and okay, I have a favorite right. Christian movie. Okay. Um, so the Kevin Sorbo one, there was a trilogy of like post-apocalyptic Christian Mad Max movies uh, <laughs> called Revelation Road. Oh my god. No. <laughs> yes. Uh, starring David A.R. White, who is the oh. key superstar of Christian yeah. movies. Yep, yep, yep. Um <sighs> and and in the third one, Kevin Sorbo shows up and he wears this like this. Ooh. I can't even describe it. It's like this fur vest and everything in the desert. And he tries to do this wacky character or whatever. It's, oh my God. It's just painfully bad. The whole trilogy <laughs> is so much fun. Um, and I, and we've actually spoken with the director of that trilogy. He like, he's an atheist. He listened to our show okay. and he's like, all right, man, like, Yes, it was that dumb, but you got to admit, we did some good <laughs> cinematography in the budget, right? And he did to his, to his credit. He did. Yeah. Um, but at, at any rate, so we, um, th so that's my favorite Kevin Sorbo, but my mm. favorite Christian movie of all time is called, and it's a, a lengthy title, uh, but it's called If Footmen Tire You, What Will Horses Do? And it's this amazing okay. film. Um, it was this, this guy by the name of Estes Perkle, who's a hellfire and brimstone type mm. preacher. Um, okay. He hooks up with a born again Christian who used to direct slasher movies right like grindhouse movies in the okay 70s. okay and they what? get together and they make a slasher christian movie about what? how the godless communists are going to come to america no and, and wipe out the christians propaganda huh it is the greatest because there's so much so much ketchup they used so, so much, much fake blood <laughs> ketchup like, oh my I, god it, like a significant uh, amount of the ketchup that was used in the United States that year went to this damn movie. <laughs> There's a, sh and, a shortage of ketchup because right, of that movie. yeah, exactly, <laughs> exactly throughout the entire Midwest. Actually, right. it's just this preacher Estes Perkle giving you his his sermon about how mm. the communists, the godless communists, are coming. Um, and then this this grindhouse director that just loves you know throwing throwing some ketchup around on some right. some very still extras. Uh, <laughs> It just just reveling in the violence of it all. Um, 
but it's interspersed with these scenes of like you know what the communist post-communist takeover will be mm. and there's like there's this guy who's i guess he's shooting for a russian accent or maybe cuban it's so bad that you can't tell Cuban Russian. Oh it's my Cuban, it's Russian. We, we, we just call it a communist accent. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, but it includes this amazing scene, which I think is the greatest scene in, in the history of Christian uh, film, nay, film itself. Okay. Uh, where this this communist goes up to this little kid. Now he's been trying to get this little kid to be a Christian or to be a communist and to renounce Christianity through the whole movie. He mm. says, you know, Fidel Castro gives you candy. Jesus does not give you candy. Huh? I found it. You want to play it for a second? I oh, can play, I can any, play the video. Any sec, any minute of that movie, like, it, like any minute or so of that movie, I think would probably be worth playing. It is absolutely. Incredible. Yeah. Play it. I'm so fucking curious now. Oh, that's it. Okay. That's the scene. I was just about yeah. to tell you. Can you hear it? Yeah. Yes. What's the matter, little boy? Where's my mama and my daddy? You killed them, haven't you? Good. Think of how much better off they will be. This thing will provide for you. Take care if you ever need. Much better than your mother. <gasps> I want those things. I want my mama and my daddy. Now you listen to me, little boy. What is done is done. You now belong to the state. Now you listen very carefully to what I have to say. We do not want to kill you. <laughs> we will. Unless you cooperate. What is this? What? <laughs> now then. Wait, it's white Jesus. Ah! Now you will step on this picture of your Jesus. Mr. Step on a picture. No! <laughs> And here is my favorite line of all time. But if you don't, it'll cut your head off. Is he wearing a wig? One day you died for me, and I'm willing to die for you. No! Why you stupid little fool? Oh my god! What? No! <laughs> <laughs> the fucking delivery, <laughs> bro! He chopped off his head. <laughs> oh my god! Whoa, that was amazing. I. That's the greatest <laughs> scene in the history of film. <laughs> Holy shit! I wow! It's public domain of all things. <laughs> This is from 1971. Okay, yeah, yeah. Look at that. That Christian movies are not like, a new thing, apparently. Did I like hear some Italian at one point right? like, for a split second? Like, <laughs> I mean, just oh, I need to process this. Like, <laughs> that that was a lot. That's for crazy. Under two minute clip for a little kid. He died for me. I'll die for him. That's. Scary shit, you no, know. But right. you know what? It's the Christians on TikTok who think I'm gonna go to jail for Jesus. That's exactly yes. what this fucking shit is. Yep. Like they they love to be. They want to feel like they're per, they're persecuted. fucking persecuted. Yep. And it's like it's a fucking kink to them. Absolutely. You know, like 
oh my god that was amazing thank you for sharing that <laughs> oh, you bet. but see but that's again that's why we do it because like obviously like that that's just hilarious and it's so incredibly bad right. you can't help but have fun with it but also the message is so poisonous that somebody out there you know should be somebody in our community should be watching these mm-hmm. movies should be keeping track right. of what the Christians are being told, and it's it's hard to do unless you absolutely love bad movies. It's hard to do sometimes. Right. I've been watching a Christian movie once a week now for a hundred and oh god, no, sorry, three hundred and eighty oh, weeks. Jesus Christ! So, <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's 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 quite a bit. <laughs> oh. I didn't know there were that many. Holy oh. shit! We barely even put a dent in them. There's oh. so many. Gosh, Where do so you many. find them? The Christian bookstore. <laughs> I mean, you know, we get a lot of recommendations from listeners, which is always Mm. real helpful. But also there's there comes a point where like just you're that's all you get on YouTube, man. That's all you get on Amazon Prime. That's all you get on Netflix. And like everything is recommending more Christian movies. Oh, my God. Your poor browser. (laughs) and, And so there's also like there's also Christian streaming services. Right. So you got Pure Flix. Pure Flix. Yeah. What? Yep. Never and heard I'm, of that? Uh, no, it's so great. Uh, there's a great tweet one time about <sighs> it that said, "Like, uh, how the hell is it that the streaming service for Christians isn't called Cruciflix?" Right? <laughs> they missed an opportunity. Like, honestly, right? And that, but that's David A.R. White's company, right? That's yeah, right, that's, right. So that's the top tier of Christian streaming. But there's also a tier below that. Um, there's a website called ChristianCinema.com. Okay, uh, okay. That has all the stuff that's, I guess, too hot for Pure Flix. Ooh. Um, so if that that covers like uh, movies like The Unexpected Bar Mitzvah, which is about how friends don't let sounds like a part now. Jewish. I was gonna say, um, it's oh yeah, it, it's the one that there's a, a what was the name of uh, there was a movie we watched one time that was on there about uh, this reporter that was being forced to uh, cover a gay pride parade without talking about how sinful gayness is oh i saw i saw a a preview i think on tiktok someone commenting how stupid this movie is yes oh, oh yeah. my god it's horrible right to believe i be- no that was god, they, they all have such generic and interchangeably <laughs> stupid titles it was something yeah. like that right <laughs> right right um oh my god yeah, david that- a.r white is the one that was like jesus man that one does yes. it say yeah yeah, yeah okay it. all right I, I thought so i thought that's so. From, that so that's from the movie second glance which is another like that probably is the next one down from a footman tire you in terms okay. of my favorite Christian okay movie. all right if, if i had brought clips that was the other one the jesus man clip might have been the other one that i brought jesus, i love that so much i think I, I wrote a poem when we did that <laughs> one about how much i loved it do you have a poem like handy that you could read for us right now by any chance, um, I could I could probably ta- give you my Deuteronomy poem from yes. memory. Yeah, if you don't mind. All right, I might fuck this up, but I'll try. Oh, it's okay. Um, <laughs> so, okay, so in, in case you're not aware, Deuteronomy is fifth book of the Bible, and it just basically summarizes the last four books in a lot of ways, and and, and in an inconsistent manner. Um, just a shitty Cliff Notes, or... right? Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> so. Uh, this was my poem for it. Deuteronomy is on to me. I got to say, honestly, I'm not paying the Bible the attention I want to be. It's long and it's dull and it's so full of bull that the stress of the process is hurting my skull. I'm stumbling through it, but I'm human. And I got shit to do, man. I can't study this thing the way a Hasidic Jew can. So I skim and I skip and I split and I scan and I glance at the footnotes here and there where I can. But I'll admit that I hit bits that I don't get and I'm split. 
Should I study it further or should I not give a shit? After all, I'm no scholar. I got no white collar. I trade biblical knowledge for Somalian do dollars. Besides, most verses are worthless, like the begats and the curses that God intersperses with no discernible purpose. What's worse is the verses they don't read in the churches. I'm not sure why they skip and make a hell of a service, but I digress. And I guess what I mean to express is that no one who reads this thing knows what it says. How could you? Why would you? It'd do you no good. You'd be memorizing shit no one understood. But I, I mean, I guess there are a few with nothing better to do than memorize passages and act like they're true. But the incredulous rest of us stop listening in Exodus. We're bored and it's nebulous. And among the effects of this is low comprehension and even lower retention. So in hopes of prevention and to hold your attention, Moses proposes verboseness. He knows us. <laughs> he rightly supposes we're losing our focus. So Deuteronomy is a colloquy that restates all the policies that God laid down earlier about sex and idolatry. It's a dishonest anthology that repeats the chronology and explains the pathology of Jewish theology. The gist, if you missed it is that when god gets pissed it'll likely consist of him swinging his fist he insists he exists and if his laws are dismissed he'll be reaping his vengeance and he likes his ass kissed <laughs> yes wow that was oh, amazing yes. oh, thank you oh Holy my god shit. wow wow i'm impressed you, like you should write a book with all your like put a book together with all your poems. poems so yeah yeah the atheist poetic bible look for it coming soon to it Fuck so the, yes the, the thing is is that i only ever did the old testament so i still have to do uh, the new testament um, well you can so. put up you know part one part two yeah, yeah right that's what that's what god did i mean I'm shit, why I, he had thousands of years between the first and the, well hundreds i guess <laughs> he's, you know he's gonna eventually gonna come back so you got plenty of time right yeah so, right right yeah, yeah no there's, there'll be a third one eventually <laughs> you the book of mormon man i, read I was that about to say isn't too. the third the, the third book the book of mormon no the third book would be the the quran but man that's mm. such a boring book it's just Ugh. the same shit over and over again so mm. So you wrote a book, actually, right, recently. Uh, it's called Outbreak, A Crisis of Faith, How Religion Ruined Our Global Pandemic. Is that a book that you wrote? Yes, yeah. I love um, the title. Like, Yes. <laughs> Thanks. Uh, that, that's I, Actually, most of that title was, was my friend Heath's idea. Um, mm. the, so it, it, our idea, when, when the lockdown first hit, right, like the very beginning of the uh, coronavirus pandemic, at least here in the States, um, Early on, we saw like sort of the negative effects that uh, Christianity were having on our response to mm. it. Yes. And naive and silly me, I thought that that was going to need to be highlighted. Um, I thought that it wouldn't be patently obvious to everybody that they caused hundreds of thousands, if not millions of unnecessary deaths in the U.S. and worldwide um, right. through their just pathological resistance to common sense. And so yeah. that book was written in the first three weeks of the pandemic. Holy um, shit. Okay. Wow. And, and it's it, it sort of like the, the goal was to get it out there early enough to sort of say, hey, look at what, like how close these guys came to turning this into such a, a much worse disaster. But by the time we even really got it published, it was already, I think, a little bit outdated. Um, mm. I think it still has value in the sense that it allows you to look back at the very early part of the pandemic before we really knew what the outcome was going to be mm. and, and how everybody, everything worked out from there. But like it, it got so much worse than I, I, I think than I thought it could get even when mm. I wrote the book. So, yeah. Holy this shit. Is a pretty, pretty depressing uh, <laughs> uh, answer to your question, actually. Damn. <laughs> oh, man.
Um, so one last question for you, um, if you can. Yeah. What uh, What advice would you give for people newly deconstructing from their faith? Um, Listen to the Burning In podcast. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Yeah. Obviously. Um, that it's okay for your emotions not to be caught up with your brain or with mm. your with your logic. It, it's okay... You know, when, when you wake up and you're still like you had the hell nightmare or whatever, and, and, and you know, hell is not like, don't beat yourself up from that. You were a victim of something and it'll take you time to recover. Um, and, you know, you you don't have to feel bad about the damage that was done to you or like yes. you don't have to blame yourself for it. Mm, yes. Yeah. I like that. Be nice to yourself. Be good yes. to yourself. Yeah. Yes. Be kind Go to yourself. yourself. Forgive right. yourself. You were lied to for so long right. and abused and yeah. Awesome. Well, what a fucking <laughs> delight having you here today, Noah. Where yes. can people find you? Um, just wherever you get your podcast, check out Scathing Atheist, God Awful Movies. Uh, we also have a pol politics show called The Skeptocrat. Uh, we do a fun trivia show called Citation Needed with our friends Tom and Cecil from the Kind of <laughs> Dissonance podcast. And we do an actual play D&D uh, &D podcast called D&D &D Minus. So you can find oh. me all over the place. Nice. I am not typing all of that, but nope. yeah. <laughs> just re pause the video now. <laughs> Rewind. You can do it with your little fingers. <laughs> just all that other shit is on the, on the show notes for that. You can find all the other shows. Yes. Very nice. There you go, there you go. <laughs> and we always want to give a shout out to our friends from Recovering from Religion. Or yes. The amazing Dr. Daryl Ray and our friend Gail Jordan. Jordan. Uh, they're an amazing nonprofit organization. They provide resources to those who are deconstructing. They're doubting their faith. They provide support and healing. And they have this amazing, I love this, uh, hotline 184-I-DOUBT-IT. So if you give them a call, you can get some volunteers to pick up the phone, I believe, 24 hours. It's fucking awesome. And they also have the Secular Therapy Project if you're looking to engage in you know, therapy, you know, actual therapeutic relationships with a counselor, you'll be sure to find, yeah, you'll be sure to find somebody who's not uh, associated with a uh, particular religion necessarily. Those who call themselves counselors, you know? Yeah, mm. fuck that. Uh, and of course, we wanted to remind our listeners and our viewers that we do have a merch store. If you know, you know. Wait. <laughs> There, there's a poster of me pegging Jesus. Just, just yeah. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's fantastic. We should add like the crucifier in there somewhere. <laughs> are, are you holding up the crucifier in the background somehow? Take like here you go, Mel. Like like tag team. Take that in the mouth maybe or something. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Eiffel Tower Jesus somehow. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he has many holes. Okay, you know. <laughs> oh, nice. nice. See. Right yeah. mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Everywhere, just. Yeah. <laughs> um, please don't forget to subscribe to our channel, smash that like button, and hit the notification bell so you don't miss any of our new episodes. We release episodes on Mondays, as always, and they're still available as audio only if you guys, I don't know why, you should be watching the YouTubes. Come the YouTubes on. Of you. But if you want to. Some yeah. people can only yeah. listen on their commute, yeah. damn it. This, that, this is damn true. It. This that is, is true. true. This is true. That is true. I guess. <sighs> uh, but yeah, we're available on all platforms, you know, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and whatever you use for podcasts. Go check it out and leave us a rating. No less than five stars, please. You know why. We've been through <laughs> this. Uh, follow us on Twitter, which I, I 
I ah! might leave Twitter. I yeah, might leave me Twitter too. Because Elon Musk, that, that's a whole uh, other fucking... Anyway. But as know. of for right now, as of this recording, uh, it's at <laughs> Baffin Metal 666. Mine is at Meltree Fitty, and his is uh, at Baffin Metal 666. Yeah, I'm kind of getting tired of Twitter now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Mastodon's okay. I've been over there for a few days. Oh, yes. have you? Okay. I just use mine to just promote the OnlyFans. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, but yeah, you want to. Oh, yeah. And please, yeah. if you like, if you like what so we do, I like what we do. I don't know about y'all, but like if you like what we do and you would like to support us, please feel free to become a patron on Patreon. Big thank you to Ron, Sabi, Evelyn, and our friend Chico. Chico. We also big. want to thank our supporters through the OG anchor. Uh, big thank you to William N. and Robin M. 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 Wait, Robin M. and William N. as in Nancy. Yeah. Robin M. William N. Shut the fuck up. Anyway. Also, <laughs> don't forget, we're going to start promoting it right the fuck now because you have no goddamn excuse. American Atheist Convention is in Phoenix, Arizona. Uh, go to convention.atheist.org. It's April 6th through 9th, Easter weekend. Easter weekend. Um, yes. So book oh, your shit Easter now. Weekend. When Jesus yeah. comes back, right? Uh, or no. Somebody's coming back that weekend, and it's going to be on my back. Anyway. Um, <laughs> yes. So make your plans now. Uh, we will be there. Um, I Last I heard, Andrew Seidel is going to be there. Seth mm. Andrews is going to be there. Noah, are you going to be there? Uh, at our if there's any way that I possibly can, then yes. I okay. Fuck yeah. Well, well and, hopefully we'll see you there. And hopefully well. we'll have a, a table this time. Maybe. Right yeah. Well, yeah. we'll see if we can work it. If not, work. you can hang out at our table. Our table yes. always ends up being a big hangout spot. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Oh my God. We'll just put our, our shit next to you. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> this table is for two podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> We'll share, but yeah. So book your shit. Uh, <laughs> go to the website. You'll get all, all the information. There, I already so. booked my flight. I I literally did last last, uh, last week. So yeah, it's done. It's happening. Awesome. Boom. Boom. All right, we did yeah. it. Thank you so much, yes, Noah. Thank you, you are for being here. Fucking awesome. We love you, man. <laughs> thank you. Thank fucking, you. You guys have been great. That's gonna be in my nightmares. That goddamn <laughs> clip. Oh. oh my god. <laughs> So that's the peak of the movie, but you should watch the whole movie. It's only like an hour long. It's on YouTube, and it's okay. We should do like a reaction thing and (laughs) just watch it together. (laughs) Like I said, I've already spoiled the ending for you. The ending is the best scene in the in. That's fantastic. It's the lead up, you know. Fantastic. Got to build up, you know. Well, if Jesus died for me, I don't give a fuck. Anyway, thank you you all so much. (laughs) And that is what the Lord wants. (laughs) Amen. (laughs) 